Welcome to the I Love Wright County show. In this show, we explore local businesses that make our community a wonderful place to live. Each month, we'll sit down with a local business owner, learn more about their business, what it means to be an entrepreneur here in Wright County, and why they love being here. I'm your host, Amanda Galindo, and I'm a realtor here in the area. I've lived here for over 35 years, and I love living in Wright County. Let's get to it. Hey guys, it's Amanda Galindo here with um, I Love the Wright County Show, and we are here with our December guest, Hallie Siddig of Classic Jewelries. We're sitting in her beautiful new uh, location that she has remodeled so cute and shiny and bright. Um, so I'm really excited to learn a little bit more about your business, how you got started in the jewelry business, why you chose Monticello, and a little bit more about you. So thank you so much for being our December guest. And um, yeah, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, so let's see, we moved to Monticello in 2013, but we had been coming to Monticello since I met my husband back in 2004. So um, his sister has actually lived, had actually lived here. She moved uh, recently, but she had lived here for years. And so we'd been coming here to visit her and see the kids and, and whatnot. And um, in 2007, we had a son and I really just wanted to give him kind of a small town upbringing and nothing seemed better than Monticello. Um, for the years that we had been coming here, her kids had the same friends, same, you know, they'd gone to school, all of their activities, they had the same, you know, baseball team and, and stuff. And I really just wanted to give him that, you know, sense of belonging and not jump from place to place. Mm -hmm. In Illinois, where we were from, um, there really wasn't anywhere for him. Everything felt like it was really far away. It was 25 minutes to go to Walmart. So yeah. no matter where you went, and that was the Walmart in our town. So it was just really, everything was spread out. He loves to play hockey. So I wanted to give him an opportunity to go to school and play hockey with the kids um, that would be on his team where when he was, he we had moved when he just went into first grade. Okay. So kindergarten, he played hockey and really no one, and his hockey team was in his school. So, you know, we traveled 45 minutes for him to just go to practice, and it was further than that for games. So, you know, when the opportunity came up to, to move, we decided that this is where we wanted to be. Awesome. And so are you originally from Illinois? I am originally from Illinois. And then your husband's from Minnesota? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he grew up in Minnetonka. Okay. Yeah. So he went to Hopkins. So Nice. Yeah. Awesome. And so you just... Um, so how long have you had Classic Jewelry? We bought the store from the original owners about six years. It'll be six years in January. Okay. Um, and it is funny. I Well, so I started in jewelry in 94, and I went to school for to be a graduate gemologist. Um, I finished school in 1998. I had worked all over the place. So I worked for Hellsberg as a salesperson. I was a diamond buyer in New York. I managed the fine fashion and estate jewelry departments at Saks Fifth Avenue. Um, oh, fancy. I'm, yeah. <laughs> so I had a really, I had a lot of different experiences from big jewelry stores to little jewelry stores and really never found my fit. Um, I, there were a lot of aspects I really liked about it, but a lot of things that were just, you know, it was like, if I were to do it myself, I'd do it differently. Mm -hmm. Um, 
in right before I met my husband, so early 2000s, I had worked for a jewelry store that was building a building, got involved in taking meeting minutes for this jewelry store construction because he needed help. Was it here in Minnesota or was it down nope, in Illinois? No, that was in Illinois. Okay. And um, yeah, and so I started doing that and kind of segued out of the jewelry industry for a really long time. Um, and gosh, in mid 2015, early 2015, a friend and I were walking and we were walking past classic jewelry and um, she had said, hey, let's go in there and look at mother's rings. And so I was like, okay. So we walked in and um, the guy was really nice and she was looking at mother's rings and I needed an earring back. And I had told him, could you order an earring back from this vendor? And it's this style number because I had lost one. And he was like, how do you know about this vendor? How do you, how do you know that? And I said, oh, I'm a jewelry designer and I'm a graduate gemologist. And he immediately offered me a job. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, because yes. I don't play nice in the sandbox. <laughs> Um, and it's just that I I would not have been able to go and work in a jewelry store working for someone else with their rules and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, especially at that point, I'd done so many things. I'd worked on my own for years and so kind of being self-directed. So I was just kind of chuckled at that. But And later, I came back in and noticed that they had a lot of estate jewelry. So I had offered to try to sell that on eBay for them just to help them out. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I was in between work at the time. So I just thought, well, I'll do something to see if I can't help them. And um, halfway through that, a couple months in, I was going through reports like, oh, I posted this on eBay and I updated pictures and we got this many views and blah, blah, blah. And um, one of the brothers was like, you know, if you wanted to buy this place, we would sell it to you. Mm-hmm. And I went home and, and told my husband, which we had been living at his sister's house in her basement. Yeah. Um, since we had moved here. So it had been going on almost three years. At that point, we were saving money to to build a house. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he had just, and I said, you know, this happened. And he was like, well, this is your dream. This is what, I mean, I've honestly, I've wanted to do this since I was a little kid. I would drag my parents into little downtown jewelry stores ever since I was little. Oh, cute. I have designed jewelry for people from the time I was 12. I mean, I'd go in and pick stones and pick mountings and whatnot. So it was just, you know, he said, I would rather invest in your dream than, and we'll just go get a mortgage for the house. And I was like, really? And so we entered into negotiations and January 1st, we... Um, I was my first, oh, January 2nd, really, January 2nd, my yeah. first day, awesome. um, 2016. So so how did you like find your, your passion then for jewelry? And, and it, was it just something that you fell in love with as a kid? Or was there, do you remember a time where you're like, oh my gosh, I absolutely love this or that? I, my earliest memory of jewelry was being, it was four. And okay. we, my mom and I were in Marshall Fields in Illinois at Woodfield Mall. <laughs> and she lost me at the fine jewelry counter. Um, can we, I would walk away from her in the store and she would find me like nose to the fine jewelry counter, just looking at everything that was in there. Um, I just loved it. And I loved the fact that it was something that would last forever. You could pass it down. You know, I just, yeah, I mean, it, it's something that has this intrinsic value that I could always, I could always justify spending money on jewelry as opposed to like clothes and purses, although I really like purses. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I just, I, like, I inherited my grandma's diamond. I wear it every day. Mm-hmm. I have my mom's wedding band. I wear that too. And 
you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like I bring her with me, Mm -hmm. um, them both with me every day when I, you know, have their, their stuff. I remember seeing my grandma's pendant on her from the time I was a little kid. And when she passed, I inherited that. And my sister has her mounting. So when my grandma, um, when my grandfather passed away, she took her diamond and took it out of her mounting and put it into a pendant. And a lot of times, you know, people will come in and say, oh, can we do something with this? And then they'll sell me the gold from the mounting for a little credit toward, you know, Mm -hmm. the purchase. And I'm so grateful my grandma didn't do that because after she passed, I was able to put a garnet into the ring that she had worn. Yeah. So my sister has that, you know, had she had, you know, sold that to the jeweler, I would have this diamond and my sister wouldn't have anything. Yeah. You know, so I'm really grateful that she was, you know, kind of had the forethought to just hold on to the mounting and keep it. And they both were born in January. So it was their mutual birthstone. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, um, my family was never really into like jewelry, but, um, like my grandma has a mother's, she had a mother's ring that Mm -hmm. we kept, you know, and I feel like those have special memories that you can carry, with you forever and pass it on and pass it on, you know, whether it's a wedding band that you can, you know, give to your wife or, um, and just have it with your family. So I love that. Anything that's about memories and experiences and feeling closer to those people is awesome. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing I won't, I, you'll never hear me be like, oh, this ring is just worn out. Like we can fix it. (laughs) We can, we can make it new again. I'll figure it out because, that's your memories, you know? I yeah. mean, your husband got down on one knee and you walked down the aisle with that ring and most likely had your babies with that, you know, ring yeah. on your finger. And, um, you know, it's your history. Mm-hmm. So, Well, and that's what um, my, actually my wedding band, I don't know, like busted. Oh. Like it cracked. Yeah. Um, I'm like, what the heck? How did that happen? But like some, some of my family, they're like, well, don't you just want to get a new ring? And I was like, no, that's the one he gave me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you could change around the setting, but I wouldn't want to trade it in for something bigger or different because that's the one that he picked out. Like that's the one that he could get at the time. You know, like we, he asked me to marry him when I was 19 years old. Like oh, he's not going to get like a $50,000 <laughs> ring. And, right. And right. I'm not into like super blingy kind of stuff, just more mm-hmm. meaningful items. Yeah. You know, like if my kids got me a mother's ring, hint, hint, like that would mean something. <laughs> that would be okay. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, funny. All well, right. It's funny too, because my husband, it was, we just had our 16th anniversary mm-hmm. in June and he surprised me. And how do you surprise me? right? With a diamond. Um, (laughs) And, you know, it's one of those things where I wasn't sure how I would, like he gave it to me and I was so excited and then I wasn't sure how I'd feel about it, but I still have the original ring that he proposed with at home. Mm -hmm. Um, I will always have that ring. Um, I, I would be wearing it actually right now because I, I, the other ring is somewhere else, but I can't get it on my finger because it needs to be sized. Oh. <laughs> um, and I was telling you, like, I went to put it on and I thought, oh, this is literally only going to fit me at about six o'clock at night when I have no <laughs> swelling at all. So he, uh, so, but you know, I will always love that ring. So yeah. it's funny. I really thought it was like, mm, I would never change it. Yeah. I would never change it. I'm not going to take the stone out or change anything about it because I want that ring to be here forever. And now the new ring has a totally different meaning, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it was a different occasion and it's still, you know, I would just always tell him, well, this is your finger. You can do what you want to (laughs) with it. You, you just go ahead and dress it up any way you want. (laughs) Oh, so, um, 
Have things always been going well for you with the business or were you ever scared that things weren't going to work out? Oh my goodness. Year one, year one was rough. Um, Cause you had, uh, right now we're sitting here in a new building right by Walgreens off of Broadway. Um, but you used to be behind, um, like right over by Cargill. Yeah. 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 And it was not, I mean, people didn't really know it was there. Mm-hmm. I had people who came in and said, oh, I've lived here my whole life and didn't know you were here. Um, you know, over time, the word of mouth spread. But, like, I had bought the store, you know, with this huge list of customers and all of, you know, I mean, they kind of make it super appealing. Like, this right. is, you're buying this great business and whatever. And and it was fine. And I had originally just kind of, we sat down and did negotiations and just kind of said, hey, you know, I'll just leave everything the way it was. I will just add myself. I won't take a salary. We'll just keep all of the same employees, all of the same salaries for the previous owners. They, they wanted to work for me. Um, one wanted to stay a year. The other one wanted to stay for two and a half um, three years, something like that. And so I just said, well, we'll just keep it the way it was, Mm -hmm. um, for this first year. And based on how we kind of planned it out, it should have paid for itself. Should have, Mm -hmm. um, did not. Um, so year one was really, really tough. And I had, I have one customer who they, they literally kept me in business that year. Um, they were so wonderful. And every time I come in, they come in, I'm always like, I, I mean, I owe them, I owe them everything. I'm super appreciative of that. They probably spent $50,000 in jewelry that wow. first year. Wow. Um, and, you know, that is, I, you know, I feel like it's just kind of one of those things where God was like, here, I, well, we're going to make sure it works. Mm-hmm. I remember November that year, I was sitting in my sunroom and just kind of praying because it was, we were getting down to the wire and it wasn't really Christmas season yet. And um, there, it, things were just not good. And mm-hmm. I just remember saying, okay, if I meant to do this, you're going to help me m- make this work. And if I'm not meant to do this, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, whatever is my path is my path and I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be okay no matter what. I love this. Yeah. Um, but if it's not meant to be, then that was okay. And I think literally that day or the next day, all of a sudden it just turned around. Yeah. And then now, you know, it's like we, I, we end up with new customers and people who come in because other people say you should come in and, and, you know, and come to them and, and, you know, meet them and, and whatnot. And I am just grateful for the people who come in and often I throw a little thank you up toward the heavens every time when they leave, it's like, thank you for bringing them in. And I just really appreciate it. And um, we haven't really had too much struggle since that first year and things just keep getting stronger. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've kind of found my niche, which is great. So yeah. What's your niche? I would say, well, I have a couple, to be honest. I mean, (laughs) um, it started off doing a lot of custom design. I mean, like I would sit with someone and Um, I always wondered as a kid, I never really had an opinion, like my own, I didn't, it was like, well, whatever you want to do is fine. I never really cared. Right. Mm -hmm. And I always felt like that was kind of a weakness until I sat in, in my jewelry store across from someone who had their own vision and I could see what they wanted and I could figure out how to make that happen. And I would get so excited about that piece. And my jeweler would always be like, oh, I, you know, this is so different, you know, and I was like, well, it's them, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to be so excited. And I would get excited like it was mine, even though it was for them. But it was like, I think my ability to not 
have that opinion where it's like, I just want to hear from you and I'm going to take what you want and I'm going to make you what you want Mm -hmm. and not have anything to do with what I want, what I have here. I'm not, I am going to do everything I can to just create the piece that you want. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Where years, I mean, years of jewelry experience, you know, a lot of it is, oh, we have this in the back or go use this piece because we have this or go do this or try to sell this piece. And I really don't like selling things to anyone. I want you to pick out what you want. I want you to end up with what you love. And I don't really want to, I don't want to have an opinion about that. I, if it's something in the case, that's great. If it's not, let's find the right piece for you. If you give it as a gift and it's not the right piece, bring it back so we can get the right piece to the right person. Yeah. You know, um, I just, it's about the customer, what their experience is, what they want. And so they're happy. Um, and then it all kind of falls into place after that. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is engagement rings. I have this Eye for diamonds. I you you've never I've never seen such beautiful diamonds. Like I'm so picky about the cut of the stone. I will match every single diamond from one to the next. And so it's like, you know, if I have a hundred stones that have to go in a ring, I'm gonna sit here with three hundred stones and I'm going to match every single facet so that they all sparkle the same and they look just like the big stone. I mean the center stone, color clarity, it's easy to match that, but it's the crown angle and the pavilion depth and the table percentage and that sort of stuff that to me makes the difference. So the entire ring sparkles and it's so exciting. It's so <laughs> much fun to see it all come together once everything is set because we set everything, we do everything here. Um, and that's pretty, it's it's phenomenal. My bench jeweler is, is one of a kind. He is brilliant. What's a bench jeweler? So he is the one who does all of the work on the jewelry. So like he will set the stones, he'll do all the sizings, he'll... And he works here? He does, yeah. Okay. So somebody comes in, they want a certain design, you kind of help them bring their vision to life, yep. and then you'll give it to him and he'll be in the back putting each little stone in yep. into the setting. Yeah. How long does it normally take if you want something custom like that? Oh, it depends because sometimes we customize a piece that already exists. So like we'll find a mounting and then we'll make adjustments to it so that it is what they want. Um, Sometimes I start with design software and then we have a wax made and then we have it cast and and whatnot. So it kind of depends. Typically, well, if it's going to be a wax cast situation, it's probably a month. Um, what's a, what's a wax cast? So like if you car, so if we do a design on a, on the computer, mm-hmm. they'll, we'll print a wax oh, so you can look at the wax and, and then mm-hmm. we cast it from the last wax process okay. and turn that into a piece of jewelry. Okay. So that takes a little bit longer, but then, um, the, my bench jeweler will do a lot of modifications here. And so some of those take, you know, a couple weeks, sometimes longer. I'm so picky that it's if it's not perfect, we start again. If it's not perfect, I, you know, I've, I've looked for different um, crowns or different things so that we can make sure that it is exactly what the customer told me they wanted. Like as it's starting to take shape, if it's not quite right, we revisit because mm-hmm. it has to be right. You're making me want to buy a bunch of jewelry right now. Like- <laughs> <laughs> you should see. I, I We finished an engagement ring yesterday and... It's always honestly my favorite part is the sunshine part. Like we get out, we once it's done and it's ready, and we've done all of the, we do a whole quality control process with the microscope and whatever. But once it's done, it's like we go outside and look at it in the sun and just see it sparkle. And it's so, you know, it's just that last minute, that last piece of it. It's just 
awesome. Oh, fun. I love the painting that you have on the outside of the building here. I do too. Is that one of your customers? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So she... Um, she's a, she's a friend of mine now, but she started off as a customer. Yeah. She had come in and, um, and that she'd come in and we talked for a little while. Then she came in with her mom and, um, we talked a little bit more. And then her mom was like, she came in, kind of snuck in and gave me a diamond that was hers that she wanted for, uh, her name's Amanda mm-hmm. and she wanted for her ring. And so her fiance or boyfriend at the time came in and, you know, we looked at rings and he picked out his, the ring for her. And we made it here. And their love story is just the sweetest thing. Like I call him a knight in shining khaki. Because <laughs> he's just awesome. And he just, you know, they when they took the picture, because that um, the stencil was off of a photo. And as they were taking the photo to see him just down on one knee, just looking at her with this adoration. And at that point, they'd been married already yeah. and, and whatnot, and like recreated that proposal moment. But oh my gosh, um, I love it. it was just great. And so I love seeing them out there and, and really glad it turned out the way it did, yeah. you know, with them. It's, yeah. Are they from town here? Um, they so, live in Otsego. Okay. So I was just curious if they drive by it all the time. They do. do well, they? <laughs> actually, so um, you can find Amanda here. Um, she would come in. She's, I mean, we we started, like, we started off, you know, kind of, she would just come in and we would chat. And then she would just bring in coffee. And then sometimes, <laughs> like, some, at this point, like, mid-summer, yeah. we decided to go to Art in the Park together. Yeah. And then we took a painting class together. Oh, fun. And then I, I mean, she's just been amazing. So she's just come in and visited with me. And then if I'm not here, she'll come and keep Brenda, my other employee. She'll keep her company. <laughs> and so finally, she was talking about, like, oh, you know, it's Christmas. I want to decorate. And she was decorating at home. And I was like... Oh my gosh, will you decorate here? I will pay you to decorate the store because I do not have time. Yeah. And she did such an amazing job in here. And then, um, yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, you're here every day. You might as well learn what to do. And so, yeah. And so all of a sudden it evolved into she has a job here. So you can come and see her. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I love clients that become friends. Like you just, you can tell right away, you connect with them on a different level. And it's awesome. That's what I love about business too. Yeah. Um, was there ever a specific moment or event you look back on when you realized that, hey, this business might actually work? I kind of feel like that was that moment and that first year. Yeah. You were kind of praying about it and yeah. just knew, which <clears throat> I think that's what scares a lot of people about getting into business for yourself. It's like, how am I going to pay my bills? Are people going to come? And 99% of it is having faith that it's going to work out and yeah. just believing that it's possible and following your dream and just doing right by people and building those relationships because the more seeds that you plant with the people and the relationships, the more it grows. And it might not be tomorrow. Yeah. It might not be a year from now, but you know, two years, five years, 10 years down the road, it just, that field continues to grow. And I think that's, that's the most important thing, <clears throat> in my opinion, when you're building a business is just the relationships and giving. You definitely have to care more about the person yes. on the other side of the counter. hundred percent. And I honestly do almost everything 
based on if it was me on the other side, how would I feel about it? Mm -hmm. You know, and you also have to realize people are fighting an invisible battle you know nothing about. Mm -hmm. You don't know what their morning was like. You don't know, you know, what they struggle with on a daily basis. You know, we all have our stories. And so if you can just be kind, be kind. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can do something, I'm a firm believer um, in if I don't have to charge you for it, I'm not going to. So if it's me sitting here, you know, with putting jump rings on a necklace or, you know, changing a watch battery, to be honest, it's much more important to me for you to pay it forward, Yeah, you know, to do something for someone else with no strings attached because I did something nice for you. Mm -hmm. Because like, that's how our community and our world gets a little better every day. Mm -hmm. If we can do a little something nice for someone else without expecting anything in return, You know, there are conversations being had that we're not privy to. Someone's recommending you for a realtor right now and you don't know about it, but Mm -hmm. eventually that's going to come to light. And it's the same thing where, you know, there's enough business for everyone. You know, you want to wish other people success, um, you know, just as much as you want your own success. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just think, you know, if you can kind of have a selfless attitude about it and just appreciate everyone for who they are and for coming in and, you know, the gratitude is a huge piece. Yeah. Um, the day I started, I went to the river before I came into work that first day and I was scared because in January, I, yeah, in January <laughs> I did, but I was scared. Um, yeah. I had worked for so many jewelers and there's a lot of ego and a lot of greed and a lot, you know, it's this, the industry, every industry, you know, has, has their moments. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> And so I was a little scared that, you know, you own a jewelry store and what happens? Like, do you end up becoming a different version of yourself or different, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I was worried about that. And so I sat down at the river and kind of set a, a, like set my intentions for buying the business and kind of what I wanted Mm -hmm. for it to do and and how I wanted to feel about myself at the end of the day. And, um, you know, I have a, a, my son's 14 now and um, you know, at the time he was young to a younger and I wanted, you know, I, I wanted to be able to walk around town with my head held high and I mm-hmm. wanted him to be proud. And, you know, so I had, I had my intentions, you know, and I didn't want to get caught up in money and greed and all of that. I wanted to see the people for, you know, who they were and not about the money. Mm-hmm. And I was worried that it would change. And so when I said the prayer, I, I actually said it out loud and I recorded it into a little note app on my phone. And so the first of the year, every year, I sit down and reread it and just kind of recalibrate that and make sure that I'm, you know, staying true to who I am and and kind of what my intentions were at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, I found really early on, though it wasn't really, I wasn't under, I, there was no really no risk. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't really get <clears throat> caught up in all that sort of stuff. I mean, you know, I... It's more about the, you know, the people and the jewelry and the and the sentiment of the whole thing. And, you know, if I can, I'm not going to be someone who's like, oh, you know, I'm going to push you outside your budget. I'm probably going to discount it to get it into your budget. I mm-hmm. just want people to be able to have a really good experience and walk out, you know, feeling heard and happy with what they have. And then really to have it be this above and beyond beautiful, well-made piece. Yeah. I love that. Do you, um, where can people find you, um, and how can they get in touch with you? And if they want to buy an engagement ring, how soon should they start talking to you? (laughs) Um, well, honestly, I think the one we finished yesterday probably started about a month ago, uh, 
Well, yeah, it was at the end of November, mm-hmm. so we're now at like mid-December. Okay, um, it's a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, the one before that, he had come in. I think I got a message: bring diamonds in for me to see. Um, I think I got it on Friday, so we brought diamonds in on Monday, and he actually picked his up on Wednesday. Oh, cool. So as long as the mount, if you pick a mounting, as long as the mounting is available, because I don't order anything that's set, I will order the mounting and order all the diamonds and sort all mm-hmm. those um, and match them, and then we set them here. So, um, and Jim, our, my bench jeweler, is just, he's he feels so much responsibility to get everything done. So he will, I mean, he just is so focused on the work. So it's like, he doesn't seem to get behind, you know, Mm -hmm. when he feels like he's behind is way before I would feel like he's behind. So Mm -hmm. he's constantly just trying to make sure that he's keeping up with everything. So then our turnaround times end up to be really quick. Nice. So it's really, yeah. So, and so they can find me. Well, so we, our new location is here. Um, we're right next door to Walgreens. Um, you just at, have to come in here and see you. It's yeah. just so cute. It is I want really everybody cute. to come so and see your shop. It's so happy in here. It makes me so happy. <laughs> so um, the address is 141 East Broadway. Um, we're suite one. It is on the door. It wasn't on the door for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're also online, so classicjewelry.com, but it's spelled classique, so C-L-A-S-S-I-Q-U-E. Um, the previous owner's mom actually named the store, and she wanted, although they pronounced it classic, she wanted it to have some flair. Sure. So she, you know, Q-U-E'd the end. I love it. So, um, yeah, so classicjewelry.com. And then also, like, our phone number is a landline, but you can text that as well. I get, oh. t- I get text messages at all hours of the night. Yeah. You know, can I come in tomorrow or, you know, just checking on status of this or whatever. And, you know, if I'm up, I'll... I'm up, I'll respond. So, um, but it makes it easy because then if I'm working with a customer and I get a text message, I can at least know in the back of my head, I need to work on this or I need to, you know, kind of change my trajectory. So it's nice. Mm -hmm. You can always text. Okay. Last question. When it comes to your business and your legacy here in Monticello, what are you most proud of? Oh, probably our random acts of kindness every day. Yeah. So we all we all get one. Um, we probably, that's intentional. Like yes. you guys. Yes. Okay. Every everyone who works here, we do we we give one random act of kindness every day. Um, sometimes it's more than one, but mm-hmm. at least one. Yeah. Um, I like to do things for people. I like to be able to to encourage kindness and mm-hmm. have that extend outside of the store. So I always encourage people to pay it forward. Um, but really, just. If we can do something kind, we do at least one act of kindness to each of us every day. And there's three of you here. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's so awesome. So thank you so much for sharing uh, the ups and the downs and everything in between about your business. Um, And if you guys are looking for any type of jewelry, suggestions, stuff like that, you definitely need to come see Hallie just because she's so knowledgeable. And I... Just talking to you right now makes me feel like I want to, like I said, want to come and buy jewelry, but I want to like ask you questions about different things. And um, well, so I'll definitely answer questions. <laughs> I'll probably overshare because I like to chat. So, but I do like it that people come in and sometimes they come in for jewelry. Sometimes they come in for just a cup of hot chocolate and we sit and talk because that's what they need that yep. day. I love so, it. I know there's no pressure here. We just enjoy people and you know, if there's something we can do, great. But if not, we'll just sit and have a conversation. And I'm always happy to answer questions. I like that. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.